This week's topic that I want to dive into is, <laughs> do I miss corporate? The short answer is yes. And we're going to delve into why. So I don't miss having a boss. I don't miss the particular work that I was doing. And I really don't miss the people. What I miss is the sense of ease. Hello, and welcome to Talks with Sarah No Socks, a podcast about failure and how it's leading us to success. Each week, I sit down on Mondays and share my weekly failures with you. And I'm joined on Fridays with a special guest who's sharing their own story of failure and how that's led to their current success. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. Hello, welcome to this week's solo episode a few days late if you're a loyal listener. It's definitely not Monday, it's Wednesday as I'm recording. It's real life though, and I wasn't really feeling it on Monday, to be honest. I've been in a little bit of a slump, and I don't ever force creation. Good reminder for us all. This week's topic that I want to dive into is, (laughs) do I miss corporate? The short answer is yes. And we're going to delve into why. But before we do that, I want to take some time to thank Lisa and Ali for being my Buy Me A Coffee supporters. You can support me on my journey through Buy Me A Coffee if you head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Socks. Okay. This week's topic. I, I was asked this question in a presentation I was giving last Friday about transitioning from the corporate ladder to the creator wave, as it were. And I I was asked amazing questions, really great questions. And the one that really stuck with me was, do you ever miss leaving your corporate job? And the short answer is yes, once a week. (laughs) I know that sounds ridiculous and I want to walk through why I miss it and why I think a lot of people who transition miss their old role, but not for the reasons you might think. Okay. So what do I mean by I miss corporate America? Do I miss having a boss? Do I miss the work? What, what is it exactly? So I don't miss having a boss. I don't miss the particular work that I was doing. And I really don't miss the people. What I miss is the sense of ease, the sense of comfort, the knowing that all I had to do was show up and I could go home at the end of the day. Now, that was just work-wise, right? Mentally, emotionally, you do become invested in where you are and what you're doing. And so I don't miss <laughs> the mental anguish that kept with me at the end of the day and would carry on into the personal, which is one of the main reasons I left. Burnout was a very real thing for me. So I don't miss how it made me feel, but I miss the sense of ease. It is really, really, really hard to do anything on your own, to do anything entrepreneurial, to start your own business, to go out and freelance, to try and create a SaaS or a productized service or explore. It's not simple. And we as creators or entrepreneurs or freelancers often don't give ourselves enough credit for how truly difficult this is from every single sense of the word. You're rediscovering who you are, what your priorities are, how you can meet people and make connections and build relationships. 
things that are readily available if you have a quote unquote corporate or normal traditional job, right? That these are built in systems. You have a team of people, you have a marketing department, you have an HR department, you have a social media department, uh, depending on the size of the company. But those things that you kind of take for granted when you're in a traditional role, you become acutely aware of, acutely aware during your time on your own. And that is the disconnect for me, trying to reconcile all of those feelings and figure out how do you do it all? You can't, but when you're at my particular stage that you're not quite monetized enough that you have the resources to outsource and you aren't comfortable doing everything yourself or don't know how to do everything yourself, what do you do? I don't know. I mean, I don't have that answer. So when people ask me if I miss corporate on days like Monday, yeah, it was 100% easier to say, I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. This is really hard. I can't figure this out. I'm never going to get there. It feels like every week I'm at the cusp and then one day throws everything off. And on those days, yeah, I miss it because it's easy. The job may be challenging, but let's face it, it's easy to have someone else tell you what to do and where to be and how to show up. It doesn't feel great while you're in it, but it is easier. So it was a difficult question for me, and I think a lot of people are not honest in how they actually feel. And I thought it was an important discussion to have and to highlight and share my truth, which is that yes, once a week at least, sometimes there are many weeks that I don't work on things and I look for a job because it's hard. It's really hard. And I think the more that we're honest about that this is a constant struggle, the better it is for you as a person and may help someone else along their journey. So I wanted to share it with a larger audience because I thought it was really important to highlight the fact that no decision is permanent, especially when it comes to these things. Never say never. And just having these conversations and open dialogue with yourself, with other people, with other creators or freelancers can really help you along your journey. And the one thing that I have constantly struggled with is asking for help. And so figuring out how to reconcile that I will never actually have a team as a solopreneur, uh, creator, and entrepreneur, and the fact that I will always have to do it all to some respect. Even when you outsource, you still are the truth, the, the source of truth, as it were. You are responsible Regardless of if somebody else is, you know, taking that task on for you at the end of the day, you are the business. So it all falls on your shoulders and it can sometimes be a bit of a heavy burden to carry, even if you're not financially successful yet. It's difficult. It's uh, sticky. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. And it's a discussion we don't have a lot. A lot of people, especially online, glorify being able to be your own boss and have your own business and set your own hours. But what they shy away from talking about are 
as I have always said, the 95% that isn't that, that you do have to do. And at what point is it worth it to continue to do that 95% for the 5%, 10%, hopefully 20 to 25% reward that you eventually get. But at the end of the day, all of the things that come with a business come with being your own boss. And so when you look at comparisons versus a full-time job, either in a startup or, you know, working for other creators, being a contractor, you know, those types of things versus doing it all on your own, there's definitely things that are a lot easier, a lot easier with moving back to a role that doesn't require you to do it all. Does that mean that I'm going back to get a job? I mean, maybe. (laughs) You never know. I do apply all the time. And I've chatted about it before in the podcast. I apply all the time for jobs that I think will be interesting, might fit me, I might be well-suited for, because those are opportunities to learn and grow. And nothing is permanent. But if you deny yourself opportunities that you think you could succeed at and could push you forward on your journey... You're only kidding yourself. And the hard and fast line of saying, I'm never going to work for somebody again. You know, I think we kind of all go through that phase and I'm sure I've said it. um, But I don't know that that's a reality. And we'll just see what happens. I think discovering yourself and what you like and what you don't like and having these honest discussions is more important than drawing a line in the sand and saying, I will never do X, Y, or Z again. I mean, that's not, that's just not realistic. Um, So we'll see what happens. But I, I wanted to discuss here the idea that yes, I don't miss the particular job that I was doing, but I do miss that sense of ease that comes with a full time position where someone else is your boss. And all you have to do is show up, do your work and go home. We all know that's what it is on paper. And in reality, it is much more complicated than that. But the interesting thing about this journey is that I have developed so much of a skill set of introspection and knowing myself and decoupling my identity from what I do, that if I take a a full-time role at some point, I do feel I am better, better prepared for being able to turn it on and off and not become wrapped up in in that identity anymore, which I really was and was a key sticking point for me in my old role. So that's my thoughts this week. I'm interested to know your thoughts. I did tweet about this last Friday, um, so I'll link to that in the show notes so you can hop on over to that thread and, and share your thoughts or, you know, send me a DM. I think it's It's an open discussion, more to come for sure. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in Friday for our next interview. I will be taking a break for about six weeks between August and September before I come back for season three of the podcast. If you've not done so already, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. It really does help the show. Share it on Twitter. That helps me as well. Tell your friends, your family, coworkers. That's it for now. Until next time.